Welcome to the Sports Report for Friday, February 2nd. I'm Mark Daniels. We're going to start with baseball as the Milwaukee Brewers make a blockbuster trade, sending Corbin Burns to the Baltimore Orioles in exchange for a couple of prospects and a draft choice. In six years, Burns was 45-27 and 27 with the Brewers, a 3.26 ERA, 870 strikeouts, and 709 innings pitched. He was a three-time All-Star, won the Cy Young Award in 2021. Arnold says, yeah, that's a big move. Look, anytime you trade a guy like like Corbin, it's it's always a, a difficult decision. I think the the overarching theme here is that we're, we're excited about the players we're getting back. And uh, the reality of our situation is that we had one year left with, with Corbin. Uh, I think Corbin had been pretty public about uh, how he was, this was going to be his last year as a brewer. And if that was the case, it better to get something now rather than risk him becoming a free agent and getting nothing in return. And Arnold says they got a nice return. The opportunity to help our team right now with players like D.L. Hall, who was outstanding in the playoffs last year for the Orioles, uh, a very young and major league ready um, Joey Ortiz that we like a lot. And, uh, you know, a, a late first round pick uh, is, is a very well-balanced and exciting deal for us. He'll get the 34th choice in uh, this coming season's Major League Baseball draft from the Orioles, but no burns at the top of the rotation. Brandon Woodruff is going to miss the entire year coming off another major shoulder operation. What is the Brewers' rotation going to look like? Yeah, look, I think in, in some ways, sure. I mean, any time you're trying to replace Corbin Burns is a challenge, but I also think we have guys like Robert Gasser coming and, and Mizorowski now DL Hall in our mix and, and um, Carlos Rodriguez coming and not to mention all the other guys that we have coming back, uh, Ashby coming back as well. I mean, we just have a lot of really exciting young arms still involved. Um, and so we're, we certainly feel like it's going to be a challenge, but we think our, our group is up to the task. Big year in trades. Burns to the Orioles. Of course, the Bucks acquired Damian Lillard to start their season and it was about a year ago, the Packers were contemplating moving on from Aaron Rodgers. They did. And lo and behold, they were still a playoff team. General Manager Brian Gutekunst held his season-ending news conference at Lambeau Field on Thursday, and he started with a pat on the back for everybody in the organization. Uh, just like to first start off, just kind of thanking, you know, our players, staff, uh, coaches. Um, you know, every season presents its challenges with uh, ups and downs, and I thought they did a really good job being resilient through that. Certainly, we were playing our best ball um, towards the end of the season, and I um, was proud of that. Biggest question going into the season, which turned out spectacularly well, going into the Elite Eight in the divisional round. He had a first-year starter that became a franchise quarterback. Jordan had a, yeah, a really good season towards you, know, especially the second half, and I think we're really excited to build around him. And let the building begin. And is it safe to say a contract extension is going to be coming around May? We'll, we'll go down that road. You know, I think um, certainly I think that'll be important for our football team to have some stability there. You know, Jordan and his rep representation, I think they, you know, they're really good people. So we'll start working towards that, you know, sometime this um, next couple months. Gutekut says he was most impressed with how Love led the team from a rough first half all the way into the playoffs with the young offensive players growing around with them on the other side of the ball. Yeah, defensive play had its moments, and it led to a change of coordinators. You know, I thought, you know, this year there was moments that we were really good, you know, and, um, you know, but I think there's much, much more out there for us. I think I was, um, I thought we played pretty consistent football in the front seven. 
I think the back end is where we, we probably weren't as consistent as we needed to be. And, um, you know, I'd like that to be short up. Um, there'll probably be some moving pieces there uh, going into next year. Um, but it's kind of like it always is. You know, I want a fast, physical, aggressive defense that, um, you know, plays sound. While the coaching staff is under the purview of head coach Matt LaFleur, Gutekunst all in on LaFleur's choice of Jeff Halfley, former Boston College head coach, as his new defensive coordinator. He's worked in a lot of different systems. Uh, he's very flexible that way. Um, and again, I think as he gets to know our personnel more, I mean, obviously he's been in college and working at Boston College the last four years, but as he gets to know our personnel, I think his thoughts will kind of work more towards exactly what he wants to do. But um, in our initial conversations, and obviously Matt had a lot more than I did, but just you know, really excited about some of his thoughts and, and where he could take our roster. All right, on to Pro Bowl weekend in Orlando in the NFL before Super Bowl 58 next weekend in Las Vegas. Let's go to college basketball in the Green Bay. Phoenix stay atop the Horizon League with a 79-56 run past IUPUI at the Rest Center. A matinee with a building full of school children, the crowd of over 5,400. Green Bay broke away from the game, leading by just two at halftime, outscoring the Jaguars 43-22 in the second half. David Douglas Jr. led the way with 20. Noah Reynolds with 19. Rich Byrie added 13. Head coach Sundance Wicks' club now 15-9, and and they continue to pace the Horizon League at 10 and 3. Wow, 10 conference wins on your first year wish list, coach? Oh, uh, no, but I do have on my board 16. I wrote 16 down um, right after I got the job, or, you know, when I got first on campus. I wrote 16 down. The manifest guy, right? Because you want to manifest things that you want in this life for the team and what we what I wanted to manifest was at least having a winning season. They need one more for that, but that would match the win total over the last three years for the Phoenix program. Rich Byrie on the GB team winning three in a row, six out of their last seven to stay atop the horizon. They're on a good roll. Yeah, it's been great. It's been really good to see. I think our home crowd plays a huge part of that. We feed off the energy of the crowd and just I think the routine we've gotten in from a shoot around, get to the gym, we know what we're doing, we're locked in, go to breakfast and we come back and everyone's everyone's focused and locked in, ready to go. And I think coaching staff does a great job. I think we're probably the best prepared this team. Green Bay will now have a full week off before they hit the road at Purdue-Fort Wayne next Thursday. Milwaukee beat Purdue-Fort Wayne 68-65 to get back to 11-11 on the season. Sixth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers in Lincoln to take on Nebraska. Looked comfortably in front. 43-27 they led at the half, but Nebraska rallies and they wind up winning 80-72 in overtime. Second year in a row, the Badgers have squandered a big lead in Lincoln to lose in overtime. Head coach Greg Gard on how this one got away. The first half we hit a lot of a lot of jump shots, but we didn't get a lot of production in the paint from our front line. So, um, you know, and then the second half, obviously, a big combination of jump shot making drying up, and we continued to shoot them, and then uh, and then turnovers. Badgers dropped to 16 and five on the season, eight and two in the Big Ten. It knocks them out of first place in the conference. Now a half game behind second-ranked Purdue, and it will be the Boilermakers coming into the Kohl Center for a huge showdown on Sunday. Number 12 Arizona beat Cal, 91-65. Women's play, eighth-ranked Ohio State rolled past Wisconsin, 87 to 49. Green Bay Phoenix women have a huge showdown at Cleveland State. 
The Horizon League lead on the line. Green Bay currently in front at 10 and 1. Cleveland State at 10 and 2. Next closest team in the conference race has five losses, so the winner of this one may have the inside track for the regular season title. That's a Saturday tip at 1 o'clock in Cleveland. Staying with the Green Bay Phoenix sports program, the New England Revolution has signed Green Bay uh, soccer player Hesron Berry to a professional contract. Two-time Horizon League Defender of the Year led the Phoenix to their first Horizon League title in NCAA tournament appearance at 14 years. Becomes the eighth player in the Green Bay soccer program to enter the pro ranks. National Hockey League had the night off. It's All-Star Weekend. The festivities will take place in Toronto, and they call it the Clam Bake. The AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am underway. Thomas Dietrich, the first-round leader at nine under par. Patrick Cantley, one shot off the pace at minus eight. And there's your sports report. I'm Mark Daniels.